Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. And welcome to the Red Men TV. It's the Uncensored Match build-up show as Liverpool, Liverpool, prepare to face Manchester City at the MetLife Stadium in New York City. Uh, I'm genuinely dead pleased to be here, but dead gutted to not be there. The people in New Jersey hate you and all this, like when people call the Whittle Liverpool and they all flip. I don't really care. <laughs> so as New Jersey people. I, I mean, until you start calling football, football, <laughs> it's all just New York to me. Um, so, um, Liverpool playing Manchester City first and foremost, two very different pre-season approaches. Uh, I'm joined by Steve Hall, Sam Walker and the one and only uh, Ross Chanley. You better believe it. Yeah, it's not It's not for a good reason. No. Um, I only kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. I don't want this to get weird within a minute of the show starting. <laughs> I've already done it. Started. I apologise. I've gone red. I've gone red. It's Why? It's very warm in this It show. is. Oh. So Manchester City and Liverpool, um, two completely different strategies heading into pre-season. Man City are only playing four games in total and one of them is the Community Shield. So the three games in the ICC and then the game in the Community Shield against whoever, Chelsea I think it is, isn't it? Liverpool, nine games. Um, Manchester City obviously started with a 1-0 defeat to Dortmund. Steve. Do you expect to see the kids again plus Mahrez? It's got to be, hasn't it? Because most of the lads are having uh, post-World Cup breaks. You know, the, the Belgian lads, the English lads, all, all rightly so getting the break and stuff. And that's half their team. So when, you, when you think about who got as far as he did. Um, so, yeah, when I watched the highlights of that game against Dortmund, um, I, had, I didn't know any. I hardly knew any of the players. You know, we, there was a few knocking about. Obviously, the goalie I'd heard of, but it, it was literally... Foden and Mahrez were probably the three players, and Zinchenko were the, th- yeah. the four and players. Yeah, that exactly. Yeah, there wasn't much to show. Um, to be honest, other than the commercial aspect of it, I'm not that sure what City are getting from it, you know what I mean, in terms of... It isn't even lads who are going to be around the squad. These are like lads who were, it was just it was like almost a kids' team, wasn't it? Other than bedding in Riyad Mahrez with them. So, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a strange one, really, for City, how they, they've planned their summer. Again, and, Different sports science techniques and different people will have different opinions. Personally, I wouldn't be that pleased if Liverpool were having four pre-season games, of which, you know, half your team were missing, probably two or three of them, probably all of them. Really. There's talk that they won't even play the Community Shield after, you know, the guys who were in the, the semis of the World Cup. So it is an interesting one how they've done it. It just looks to me at the moment like City are using this to, to almost 
like I say, commercial only because there's there's no real benefit. I don't see. There, there is a couple there. of schools of thought, Sam. I suppose what on one side, you know, you can look at what Pep Guardiola's doing for his squad, and he's placing a lot of trust in mm. those players from the first game of the season because he's saying, "I trust that you're going to come back from the World Cup yeah. just as fit, and you've got to be ready to start the season." Mm. The other side, of course, is you're a little bit worried that these lads aren't going to be up to the speed. And moving into the Premier League season, Sam, surely that's got to be something that Liverpool can chase down and use to their advantage. Yeah, also they start in a really difficult game against the you know, revitalised Arsenal, etc. So I think it is going to be an interesting approach. But what, what I would say is last season was the first time Pep's had a real go at preparing his team in the way that he wants. And he got them playing military football, which is brilliant and everybody knew what they were doing. So you get the kind of feeling that they don't really care about playing. He just wants them on the training ground, grinding out positions, making sure Mares and the new guys and the ones who have been away know exactly where they're going to be. I think he values that more on the training ground because he ain't going to get much chance this season, is he, with all the competitions mm. than, than he does football. Whereas I think Liverpool probably wants the more sharp on that touch, on that turn, practice and transition, etc. So it doesn't really matter to Klopp who we're playing. It's about grinding that you know, muscle memory into the players of how we're going to transition play. Different for Pep, different for Klopp. So, yeah, very interesting. I think the it fact works. that there are the two different approaches. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Man, Man United had a really poor preseason. Was it Mourinho's very first yeah. one? They had a real struggle and a real a struggle to start that campaign as well because of that. But Ross focusing on Liverpool a little bit now. You know, we're coming off the back of a three-one defeat. Um, is it important that Liverpool go out and put a decent performance in this game? Uh, yeah, I don't think a win's necessary. Because it's just a pre-season friendly. I don't think it really matters. I think the important thing we took from Dortmund was like little partnerships and with the stories kite thing as well. We're going to see that again. Um, that's what it's about. And obviously, I know it's the fitness and stuff as well. But we can use it to our advantage of where City don't have them players. We've got the time. You know, we've still got another three, four games left to play with our pre-season of developing those because we've got like four new signs to embed still, haven't we? Really, we're going to know Shakiri's not playing, and you still got the likes of Seller, Marnie, and Bobby who aren't playing, but. If they're not going to play the first game of the season, you want to develop that as much as possible going into our first game of the season. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to be ready if I ever need you, if, say, Salah or someone else it isn't going to be. So I think performance-wise, yeah, it's just all about partnerships and, and fitness and people, like you said, people understanding the roles within what Klopp wants from them from, from the get-go. What is it, Steve, that... Obviously, Liverpool versus Manchester City, it feels like this is the start of a rivalry. Uh, up there with Chelsea in the noughties yeah. and Liverpool. Is that something that you can get behind? Is it is it two teams that are almost destined to fight it out for leagues and trophies um, over the coming years? I certainly hope so. That's that's the battle Liverpool want to be and Liverpool want to be challenging the best teams and City look like they're going to be one of the best teams for a long while. You know, 100 points. Um, we got done well in Champions League until they, they, they met us. So they're the top side and that's what you want, isn't it? I, I don't know if they'll ever be... And it might change because, you know, familiarity breeds contempt and all that, but I don't think there's like a hatred as the much as there was with the, Ch- the Chelsea one seemed really, the two managers didn't mm. like each other very much and the players bitten lumps out of each other. There seems to be a bit more mutual respect between Klopp and Guardiola and therefore the two teams and even the fan base, I'm not sure it's it's as as vile, you know, obviously you always get some idiots who say horrible things on every football yeah. team, but I think it's more... It's more a football rivalry than anything else, you know what I mean? Even like the the London-Liverpool type thing with Chelsea. And obviously, United are the rivals that we've got from Manchester so City. It, it's, it's pure football and that's, a, that's kind of a, a refreshing thing. But listen, if we're competing at the latter end of the season and City are a rival, it means we're probably having a very, very good season because they're going to be in finals, they're going to be you know top of the league, there or thereabouts. So I, I really hope so. And what we've shown is that... 
we're at a point where we can beat them on any day. You know, throw us in a game against Man City or anywhere, anytime, and I'll fancy us. We need to be at the point where it's we're battling them over the league season. So because we were twenty five points or something, yeah. that's a that's a huge margin. So it's it's that's the next step, isn't it? One on one, it was it was kind of similar with Chelsea to an extent in that we were miles away from them in the league for a while. But get the girls on the pitch and we'll beat them. We just need to bridge that gap so where it's a it's an actual league rivalry rather than just a one off game where we're the underdogs and they're the big dogs and we're trying to knock them down. No, we want to be level with you so that come April it's a it's a proper title race and see how they react because City all and even their fans, as much as the the success they've gotten have had always, they've got that thing in their heads, haven't they? They're always like typical City where it, it might go wrong. And I still think they're a bit of a flaky. There's a bit of flakiness about them. So try and test them, and that's what we need to do. Yeah, Sam, is that is it something that you can you think might happen this season in that Liverpool will be challenging City towards the yeah. end of the season? I think the fixtures at the beginning of the season suit us. Uh, fingers crossed. Obviously, we've got to win the games, but they look good. Like United last year, they started well. Therefore, they end up finishing second. Whereas you look over the whole season, you know, we we that twenty five points as, as big as it is. I think it's more realistically seventeen eighteen because we did sacrifice points in the league. To, to, to push on the Champions League so I think it's less and it, it's just the squad in it it's purely down to squad because we've got a quality first team even better now and now well it looks like now we've got a better squad suited for it so I think you know I agree with Steve I think we've got to push them we've got to start well get ahead of them early hopefully and see what they've got in them because I, I think we can this season I think this is the year where we can actually challenge for it again because it it's been a few what years do you, what, do you think we can take advantage of surely now City are going to have to go for the Champions League that's, that's what it, they yeah. want more than anything is that something yeah. that we can take advantage of yeah definitely the media will say because they have to they want to retain the Premier League no chance I think in honesty last season was our chance to win the Champions League I think it could be theirs this year Ronaldo moving on you know so many different dynamics across the different big teams in Europe you know what I mean Bayern Munich look uncertain PSG the same it's their year this year to go and blast that Champions League so we've got to be you know come underneath them and just try and you know get right up there in the Prem while they're looking at that because you, you can't do both not in this country anymore it's really hard isn't it? I must yeah. admit I thought they were going to do it last season until they met us until, until we drew them I, did, I really did think that they were on for a Champions League they were the best team in Europe last season yeah, yeah they were yeah, yeah. what I hope and uh, I might be wrong is that other teams have watched us and Wigan bizarrely yeah. have a go at them because too many teams and that's the problem with the league sometimes is that in a league where goal difference counts so much Ten teams in this league will be happy to get beat 2 0 by Man City. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you're not gonna have a go at them. Whereas if it was say if it was head to head, you might just have a go at them. And I just hope that anyone from tenth upwards just decides to go toe to toe with them. You know, anyone from say Leicester onwards who are, who are probably not gonna get relegated, have a go and see what happens. I, I, I kind of understand the rubbish team just taking the two 0 because goal difference is huge. But we we lay the blueprint, and he, again Wigan did it in the cup. If you just go toe to toe, you know what you might get beat because we got we went toe to toe and got beat five yeah. nil. But then we went toe to toe another three times and, and battered them. So it, that's that's kind of what I, I hope that's the blueprint that other teams do. And if they do, then City won't get a hundred points anymore. You know what I mean? It might be ninety, and then can we bridge that gap to ninety? That's the that's the that's the question, and we don't know yet. But we've made signings that mean we should, or we should get closer. It a lot depends on them. You know. I very much doubt Liverpool can get 100 points. So we are, we are hoping they slip back a bit. And then if they do, we need to be the team that's, that's pushing them. We don't want it to be United or Chelsea or Spurs yeah. or, or Arsenal. 
make sure it's us that if they slip that we're the ones who capitalise and not someone else that's it I mean Ross you know all the big teams now are starting to make a few moves in the transfer market the squads are taking shape we know that Tottenham have got loads of people not coming back until um, the season starts because of how far the players have gone in the league and stuff I think we've all spoken about how important it is for Liverpool to have a fast start at what point in pre-season are you wanting Liverpool to start showing us a little bit of the football that we saw last season uh, I think it'll be after this tour. I think it's practically the Napoli game, but we'll see something. And there's a game two days after where I think they'll have a break because the, the first game's afterwards. But just to carry on with one of your points that you said before of the signs that we've made, I think having Virgil van Dijk from the start of the season will be mm. huge for us because that's something that we didn't we tried to address. It went wrong. But it ended up costing us points and we all knew it was going to happen. Mm. And it did. And then add to that, the Allison thing as well. Like I said the other day, it's the completion of a spine that we've not had for no, eight to ten years. Probably yeah, Andy Robertson, yeah, but you wouldn't think he'd be one. And we've got that depth to challenge, which is something that we've not had. Um, part of that with the, the, the early doors run that we've got against some of the lower league opposition, I think that's a good point to go and make your mark on going, going forward. But I think just the Napoli game will be the one where we'll see roughly a, a first 11 of what we can have. So what's interesting is last year in the Asia Cup and then we entered the Munich stuff, we had our top players from day one. So we saw Coutinho, I remember, at Leicester in that game when he dinks one over the Salah. Mm and it looks amazing, and then we go and batter Bayern Munich. It's different this year because our front three, the best part of our team, aren't here. They're not about. So what we're looking for is that the next lot, so Daniel Sturridges or Dom Solanke or whoever's going to be about, can they perform enough? Because I think although Salah, Firmino, Mane, Shaqiri are probably our four attackers now, are going to be about for West Ham. They're not going to be 100%. You know, They're not going to be as sharp. So it might be that they can only do an hour. So can these other lads improve and can they build on it? So rather than building up the first team, which is what we did last year, and we saw the style of play from day one, didn't we? This year's almost about getting the lads underneath up to a level, getting the new signs up to a level, so that when you plop those three back in, it, it all fits together. It must be a difficult one to plan for the manager and the coaches, is that they're probably going to get two pre-season games with their best players that who probably aren't going to be able to play every minute of every game. So it, it's a difficult preparation, which is why, I, and with what Sam said before, about the, the start, we need to just... Even if we, even if we're not brilliant, just get the points on the board and build up to it. That's it. Like I think we, and we've spoken about this, me and Tom, about how this is such an important start of the season for grinding results out. You know, I think back to that 13-14 season where we won the first three games one nil. Yeah. You had the Mignolet penalty save. I think it was against Stoke and stuff like that. Yeah. And just getting those points on the board is the most important thing because kind of like what you were saying earlier on at the start of the video. It's about putting pressure on Manchester City. They had it too easy last season. Yes, they've won the league. Yes, they've got winners. Yes, they're experienced. But they had no pressure. No. And pressure can change a lot of things. Can you put the pressure on them early? Can you get ahead of them? Can you ask them each and every weekend to go and match what we're doing or mm. better it? And that's the difficulty. Sam, I'm coming to you first, yeah. mate. Um, we're going to do the uh, starting 11s that you'd like to see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so face that one to the camera first and foremost. Mm -hmm. And tell us a little bit about your side and, and what you want to see from this game. So I've gone with the back four that I believe will start the season because I think it's important I'm embedding that in. Um, I'll get to the goalkeeper in a minute. So it'll be Klein, Gomez, Van Dijk and Robertson. Uh, I, I say Gomez because I know Matip's injured now. Lovren's not going to be ready. So he needs to get games in now. The goalkeeper situation, I think Karius has just needs to just not play for a couple of games whether he's going to be there at the beginning of the season or not uh, midfield three again I would start these at the beginning of the season so for um, 
Fabinho, Keita and Lalana. Firmino's not going to be ready. Henderson's going to be tired. And then I've gone with Ojo and Camacho because they're just easily replaced by Mane and Salah next week. And up front, Sturridge. Keita and Sturridge, this little bromance going on. If Sturridge is fit, he will start against West Ham. There's no way Firmino, after the season he's had in the World Cup, you know, getting to the quarterfinals, is going to be playing against West Ham if Sturridge is fully fit. So I've gone with a team that I think would be a good, for now, start building towards that Napoli game. And, you know, that, that's the best we've got, in my opinion, for now. OK, Ross, um, for you, mate, what was yours? Yeah, I've done the goalkeeper. I've just put anyone, that's, uh, as in <laughs> any of the goalkeepers that we've got going. I'm saying with, with Carrius now, I know we've got to the point where I think I think you said like it's bad management for Klopp to put him in, and I think it's got to that stage now. Of I think Liverpool have a duty of care to look after him. I know that sounds dead stupid, but it's got to the point where he's clearly broken by everything by his Instagram posts and what he said for um, Sky in Germany of the whole Arsenal thing. Just proper it's hard. Just 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 take him out. Uh, defense have gone the same because <laughs> there is no one else unless you're playing Clavan. Uh, but Gomez look, looks pretty sharp so far. So I'd like to see him get more of a role. He's gone for the diamond. Yeah, and that's based on the, on the front too. So Solanke and to an extent Origi, but we found since found out Origi's likely to be going. Yeah. I just want to see a different option for when that four three or four two one three whatever does, doesn't work. That suits the front too, like especially stories we saw against West Ham a couple of seasons ago where we played two up top and it gives them like a bit more. Yeah, he was playing yeah. and, and last day of, the, day of the season I think it was the London Stadium when yeah. they first had that and Sturridge and Origi started up top together and we, we scored four yeah. goals that day didn't yeah. we? Yeah, I just want to see an alternative like, well, I don't want to probably not use it in the season but like say Firmino's not playing or someone's injured if it suits Sturridge to do that or suits Solanke to get some goals under his belt have two of them up top yeah. you've still got Alana as an attacking mid who can play decent passes or I like, like that and Steve yeah. what, what formation have you gone with mine was the exact same as Sam's I can show you but no point uh, literally the exact, the exact same team and everything I, I'm with Great mate. No, wait, I'm with you mate I'm, I think that's going to be the midfield that we start the season with um, and I'm with I'm, I'm with you guys on the goal I, I don't see the benefits of playing him now I really don't and that what good can come of it you know he needs he just needs to have and I listen I, I've been saying for a while I don't think he's that good but still it doesn't mean that you, you know You've all looked after the lad as well, and he, he, what's the, I just don't see the, the actual. He knows now he's just literally there. He's there until that Allison turns up. Every other player on that pitch, including if you play Gabara, is fighting for something. Where Carius is just a, a he's just a, a almost like a placeholder, a, a stopgap. So I just take him out of it because another mistake and something else. What's the best? Even if he makes a couple of saves, it's kind of like what's the point? And that's where I'm with it. And then the rest of it is. Getting like I want the, the first back four and the midfield getting playing every game that they can together. Give them an hour or so just because, like I said before, West Ham is so important to me. Is that they all need to play together, and there won't be there won't be many times where Gomez and Van Dijk and Klein have been playing in the same team. I don't yeah. if, it, if it's ever happened before. I mean, I, I've gone for Carrius and goal, which I feel a bit of a tit now, to be honest with you. Now that these have all just gone with anyone, Grabara and Grabara. Uh, I think there is still something to be gained from playing Carrius because I do feel. And I don't think he's a good enough goalkeeper for Liverpool. I think, you know, I've, I've gone on record a few times and said that. But if he is going to be the number two, and it looks likely that he's going to be the number two this season, at some point, you, you've got to try and get his confidence back up, whether rightly or wrongly, whether that's it. I think he'll start this game regardless. Um, midfield, I've opted to change it up a little bit. I put Milner and Lallana in because I don't think I've, can't remember seeing them two together in the midfield this pre season. Another partnership that I like is the Gomez Van Dijk one. And then I just want to see Jones. Um, he's mm, the guy he's who excites me more than anybody else this pre season. I've been so impressed with um, mm. Curtis Jones and wherever he's played, whether it's midfield, whether it's on the wing or anything. But listen, thank you very much for your thoughts on Liverpool. 
versus Manchester City. Let us know your thoughts in the comments section below. And don't forget to like the video, subscribe to the Red Men TV, and of course, check back on the channel where Paul will be live updating from New York City. Cheers to that. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.